This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Listeners, we've got a series of questions on God's will. And so, Michael, here's our first question. Can I use God's will to explain bad things happening? That is probably one of the most common asked questions to pastors and religious leaders. If God is so good, then why do bad things happen? Let's go at this one. I guess it depends on what you mean by the word will. will. The word implies there is a desire there's a force of action making your desire actually happen. Mm -hmm. What we would typically say is there's nothing that happens in the entire universe that God does not allow, ordain, or permit. Yeah, you share that with our our church family quite often, but I'm not sure our listeners can put their head around that. Why don't you explain those three pieces? So to ordain something is to decree it to happen, and because you're God, what you decree to happen will happen. And it could be something good or it could be something bad. Absolutely. And here's an example of a decree of God. The book of Acts tells us that God sets the boundaries and habitations of nations. Mm -hmm. Now, what's interesting is when you think about how boundaries and habitations of nations are set, they're usually set through war. War. So that implies that there is a whole lot of crazy going on in the ordination of God. And we see that God does live in this gray area between righteousness and sin. He he engages the world in light of the sin that is in the world and yet is without him, sin himself. Right. So that, that's hard. I'm not even going to pretend for a moment to understand. For example, here's one. God ordains the number of days that we're going to be alive, but some people die in gruesome, horrendous ways. Or Does that very mean, early. Or very early. Does that mean— God determined and ordained both the means and the end. Yeah. Scriptures are clear that there are some ends that are ordained, but the means are not necessarily ordained. They're permitted Mm -hmm. or allowed. People have had a hard time parsing permitted versus allowed. Allowed is when you sit back and you let the natural course of events happen, right? Uh, I'll give you an example of permitted that is different. When Satan comes up to God and says, can I basically torment Job? Permission is where you have to go get your authority's permission, and the authority says, yes, go do it. Some things God allows. There's a lot in this world that God just sits back. He could stop it. Nobody asks his permission, and Mm -hmm. he's just watching it happen. There are some things that happen because he decreed it to happen, and those things happen. There's some things that uh, people come up to God, and they say, can I do this? And he says, I will permit it. I'll allow you to do that. But what's really hard is uh, the question is, can I use God's will to explain bad things happening? So you have a car accident. God's will. God's will. Drake writes a terrible song. God's will. That's the name of the song. It's really (laughs) stupid. Um, You heard it. Don't. (laughs) You'll get dumber. So you get stabbed in the cheek with a knife. Well, God's will. You know, I mean, you get robbed. God's will. You know, that is such a hurtful and harmful thing to throw out at someone who's going through a time of grief and tragedy. Yep. And just to throw out in trite comment, well, God's will. Yep. I would refer to God's will as that which God ordains. Yeah. I would not refer to God's will as that which he allows or permits. Mm. So I think that might be the best way to kind of separate it. The challenge is getting beneath which one is which. Yes. So here's a really, really hard reality. The Psalms teach that our days are numbered and Mm -hmm. numbered by God, right? That there's a finite, specific, predetermined set of days every human is going to be permitted to live. Sure. Got it. It does not say he determines or ordains the means means by which which we expire. So I can look at somebody and say, God didn't ordain cancer. I cannot say 
God didn't allow it. You know, mm-hmm. I can't say took God by surprise. Nothing takes God by surprise. Right. So in my theology, what I've just learned is that it doesn't matter who you are. I mean, if you're an atheist, like you're listening to this and you say the Christian explanation isn't helpful. No philosophical system from atheism to theism and everything in between. Mm-hmm. No philosophical system has ever been able to give a satisfactory answer to theodicy, which is how do you explain the goodness of God and, light and the reality of evil? Like, yes. how do these two reconcile? Nobody can, nobody can do it. And even when you go to atheism, it's almost even worse because now you have these autonomous beings with no authority, no accountability at all. Just all of life is pointless and to a degree. I mean, no system actually makes sense of the world in a way that has zero problems. Right. I think Christianity has the least amount of problems, but even the problems are because we just don't know what God knows. Mm-hmm. So from my end, I'm comfortable saying God's will for things that are usually good. Mm-hmm. And for things that are bad, I'm probably not going to say that because I'm not going to surmise what that event. Right, because we don't know. But we do know that if we knew what God knew, we would do what God does every single time. Absolutely. And the problem is we're short on that knowledge side. We don't Massively. know what God knows. Massively. Let me give you an example of something. So a teenage girl gets pregnant out of wedlock. Did God ordain that? No. Did God allow it? Did God permit it? Did God even breathe the breath of life into that little baby? Yeah. So something that God, it wasn't his will, but it was permitted to happen or allowed to happen. But then that baby grows up and does incredible things for God. And so some people yeah. would say it was the will of God that that girl got pregnant in high school. No. Mm. I think a better way to say it is... God allowed it to happen, but he redeemed that experience and brought much good out of it. Had that event never happened, right? Mm -hmm. He would have used somebody else to do do whatever his plan was. And so I just think there's a tension there between allow, ordain, or permit. And when you understand all of life's actions and inactions and consequences in those categories, you can finally say, okay, the will of God is the ordaining aspect Mm -hmm. and everything else is allowed or permitted. Yeah. Helpful? Yeah. When I've had people ask, why do bad things happen if God is so good? And I'll usually people are stupid. Yeah. I'll usually (laughs) give them these. I don't know. Why'd you do it? (laughs) Yeah. We live in a fallen world. It is corrupt. We know that from Genesis three, we understand that cancer happens not because of God ordained that, but God allowed it in the fall. Things are falling apart. Sin happens and, and creates bad things. But then we have sinful people or the sinful heart of a person who does wicked things. You use the illustration, a person gets robbed. Well, was that God's will? Well, it wasn't God allowed it, but God in his sovereignty allows people to do terrible things at times. Now, he also has the ability to stop people from doing terrible things. Well, we have no idea how much evil he actually has stopped. Yes. That's the irony. We're like, yes. like oh, where are you? And he, I imagine God's like, you have no, no idea, idea how many things I did stop that were even worse. But sometimes they're just the natural consequences of, of our mistakes or natural consequences of our choices. A person is driving 50 miles an hour over the speed limit and they have an accident. Well, was that God's will? Well, that was probably more natural consequences. You were driving yep. way too fast for the conditions yep. and you couldn't handle it. That's a natural consequence that God does allow. Yep. This question is so nuanced in an answer. Yep. God can weave a hundred thousand stories and nuances of those stories together in ways that I'll never even begin to understand how he's doing it all. Mm. 
God sets in motion every single day plans that sometimes don't come to fruition until 40, 50, 100 years from yeah. now or a millennia from now. And at the same time, those same plans are interacting with a billion other people's, other people's plans, plans. And God is meticulously watching all of this come together. And there's some he ordains or some he just allows, some he permits, and some he stops dead in its tracks and we'll never know because mm-hmm. how do we know the things that didn't happen that we're going to have? You know, so... Yeah. For me, the question actually just, I come back and you have one of two options. You either have faith that God is a genius and you're not, or you want to be mad and you're like, I don't like it. Yeah. There's really no other options, especially if you're a Christian. Yeah, I agree. I think those are the two options. Well, for our question next time, here we go. How do we do all things for the glory of God? Mm-hmm.